Twice, the show that helps you envision your home's potential. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Cotton Hi, Rob. Modeling. Hello there, Joel. <laughs> Great radio voice yeah. you got there, Joel. Well, we're going to help you envision your home's potential today uh, because... Well, we have a great topic, an illuminating topic. Hmm. Hmm. Let there be light. Sounds deep. Yeah. (laughs) So off the air, we were joking that um, Measure Twice has become quite popular. Not to, uh, you know, to brag, but uh, Joel, you have... I think we should brag just a little bit. Somebody said, somebody made the mistake. I mean, uh, told Joel (laughs) that he has a good radio voice. Let's hear, let's hear the velvety tones. That's right. You know, I mean... I'm melting. That's right. (laughs) Tickling your ears. We basically just sit here and swoon, don't we, Chris? (laughs) Yeah, we do. I'm in awe. (laughs) Holy cow. Oh, man. (laughs) You know, we'll just sit here on our mics with our measly voices, Chris, and just try to get through it. You know, what happens, though, is that... Is Can you fit in this room with my head? I can't. Yeah. He demanded four Orange Julius. <laughs> That's right. And, and he's got an entourage with him. Yeah. <laughs> They're beanie babies, but still, yeah. he's yeah. referring to that. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into the, the subject at hand here. Um, a topic that, when I brought it up, we have these meetings where we talk about what we're going to talk about. And... I brought up lighting, and these guys were like, Chris and Joel were like, oh, that's just, there's just so much. And I guess you're right. But I think today, what we can do for people is cover, you know, the intro. This will be like the intro. This is like lighting 101, Chris. He's scowling at me. (laughs) I love that. Only because my nose itches. (laughs) And I didn't want to make a noise while I was scratching. (laughs) So right off the bat, when we were talking, you... You pretty much were, how else would I put it, Joel? You would say that he had some sort of rules. Remember he had, what, what's the organization? The ASID? Yeah. Are you familiar with that, Joel? Only because Chris talks about it all the time. Me too. <laughs> so right, so the ASID, uh, give us a, a little bit on that. It's the American Society of Interior Designers. Okay. And they their job is to, well, not job, but as an interior designer, you can at some point uh, join the organization if they allow you. If they allow, if they allow you. you, it's it's a very it's not an easy organization to get into. You have to pass your NCIDQ, which is the National Qualification for Interior Designers. It's the li- national licensing. It's a very it's difficult. But anyway, it's a it's a national organization. They promote the minimum standards for interior design. Okay, so it's a regulatory regulatory it's a regulatory board. board. Okay. So if we were to like, if I were to put. Um, shag tartan carpet into my house would they storm it <laughs> take it by storm I, they're, yeah they're kind of like the atf they have uh armed uh, armed people and choppers and stuff you know, search and seizure rights that's right. they, don't, uh, they don't have they don't need a warrant no no i it's not quite that type of a board but they're they're there to um make sure that designers know codes and right for, for it, primarily um commercial on the commercial side of design, uh, but any interior designer can apply to be a member of the ASID. And there's, and what I'm gathering then is that they have certain standards and practices that, um, I guess, at the basic level and I guess at the far technical level as well. Correct. Um, as far as lighting goes, ASID has something to say about lighting. Well, when ASID, if if 
ASID were involved, for example, if you're working on a project and you're an ASID, and I use this rule, I'm not ASID, but I still use this, this, the rule because I think it applies to most interiors, is they require a, three types of lighting in every space, and that's basically ambient, task, and accent lighting. Okay. And, and so it, it does it helps with the planning of lighting for an interior space. Do you really think that every space can get all three in? Yes. Okay. I do. <laughs> I guess. All right. just gonna That's very definitive there. Yeah. I, you know. okay. Well, and it, it, because you have to look at, you know, what is task, what is ambient, and what is accent. I mean, I, I believe that, you know, in any any room, if you have some art that you want to highlight, that's accent. So, you, I mean, whether you put... Uh, a light directly over a painting, and t- to highlight that, that becomes an accent in the room. Um, so that's that's could be done in, in any room. Of course, we all have task lighting because we're sitting down, at, at reading a newspaper, reading a magazine. We have a table lamp. That's basically your task. Or in a kitchen, under cabinet lighting, if you need to read your recipes from your cookbook, that's task lighting. Um, accent light or... Um, Ambient light could be your recessed in the ceiling that you're putting on a dimmer, and um, or maybe you want to wash your walls to uh, highlight some architectural feature. Uh, those are the main features in lighting. So you're listening to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini with Joel and Chris. Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. Kind of talking about lighting today. We mentioned ASID, which you got to say that again. It's the American Society of Interior Designers. I think that would be a great person to get on the show someday. Contact some of those people to get them to yeah. you know, lay down the law for us a little bit, <laughs> uh, even more so than Chris. Uh, but we were talking about task accent and ambient lighting and uh, Chris, you gave a good description of them. But when somebody walks into their house, I think Joel, you hit it on the head where how do I have all three in, in every space? If it's a closet, I don't need, <laughs> you know, all three. Obviously, right? You're not really talking about closets. Closets no. are pretty much task. By the way, we could probably have a whole other show on closets. Stay tuned for that. That'll come up. But what kills me about closets and what kills me about kitchens, um, and it might be just my kitchen, I installed some <laughs> task lighting Saturday, as a matter of fact, is that those are places where you need to work and you need to see something. If you're in a closet, you're looking for something, right? If it's right. on the floor or on a shelf. But if you're in the kitchen and you're working... You're trying to cut something, you, you need light on the spot. It was almost like I wanted to get the headband with the, the camper's light and just have it on there because <laughs> I couldn't get to it. But closets, though, need proper lighting. I'm, I'm going to go back to that just quickly because how many times have we put black socks on thinking they were blue because we don't have the proper lighting in a room? Or you're trying. I think, I think they're blue anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just ask my wife. I can't ever get uh, them right. But but you know you need proper lighting in in a closet because you, you don't want to see what your the clothes you're grabbing. You don't want to put something in that's going to turn your your. That's why I don't like closets painted anything other than a white for the most part because I don't you know you don't want to discolor. Oh, that's my blue shirt, and you pull it off, and it's actually you know something completely different. You want to keep your Lighting, you want to make sure that you're seeing the true colors. So if we were ever wondering Chris's value to the show, it just happened just there. Yeah. Here, Here's the thing. Poor Chris is essentially sitting in a room with two cavemen. <laughs> 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 Who basically, I mean, blue, black, 
whatever. That's okay, because where I'm reporting to work, nobody gives a crap where I'm looking at it. And I just want to paint a picture of Chris for you. Chris always looks like he walked out of a magazine. Yes, indeed. I mean, seriously. Very dapper. And if you were to look at Joel and I, we pretty much look like we're about to walk, you know, someplace dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Or with the potential that something we might be... That if we were to walk in somewhere dirty, it's no big deal. Yeah, right. We would fit in. And so that is such an excellent... What I'm my long way of saying this. That's an excellent point about closets that I I didn't really give too much thought to, did you? I I never would have thought of that. Well, and think about it from your wife's perspective because they're they're the ones who are going in they have their they're they're typically more fashions forward than most men i don't think you're offending any wives by saying mm-hmm. they no, better I mean, than the well guys. <laughs> they have more a diverse wardrobe than right. than men do typically right. and they want to make sure that they're in their in that closet selecting their their attire for the day and they want to make sure that, that they're pulling what they need and they need the proper lighting to do it so if you think about it a walk-in closet you, you need all three there, don't you? You can. Darn it. <laughs> I was really on the hunt for the room that right. didn't need the all one three. Room. I was hunting that. For was that was not it. And you're right, because if you have, you need to light the room generally, A, um, and you need to have task lighting because you need to, to know what you're looking at. At least you need a place to go hey, look at your shirt or shoes or socks, whatever you're pulling out of there. You need the proper lighting uh, in order to showcase the clothing, the the true colors of what your what your what's in your closet, and as many times we've put, you know, we've had walk-in closets where we've put chandeliers, this mini chandeliers, in and mixed it with recessed. So let's do this then. We'll play stump, Chris. All right. <laughs> so give me the task ambient and accent of a hallway. Yeah. A hallway. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I think no. we I got him. Nope. 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 A hallway. Well, hallway, I would typically add some recessed lights to give you the, uh, the uh, to basically illuminate that hallway. And then I've also in the past taken little, little four-inch eyeballs for artwork so we can highlight art going down that hallway. So that's the accent. That's the accent. Uh, recessed actually... Uh, becomes more of the task at that point because it is actually lighting the hallway so it gives you uh, some good light um, as you're coming in always I always put them on dimmers though because sometimes they can be a little bright uh, depending upon the type of bulb you're using and the type of recessed and sometimes in a hallway you might have a table at the end or you might want to put a console table you can put a lamp on it Um, that again another accent because typically the task lighting you would need in a hallway is enough illumination so you're not tripping or, or walking into a door or, or a wall. Or walking <laughs> down the stairs. Down right. the stairs. Yeah. Or tripping. Right. So, All right, I thought I had Where's the mind. ambient, though? Did we talk about that? Well, the ambient would typically... Pro- uh, well, there wouldn't really be an ambient because, I mean, unless you're using your recessed as your ambient and task... That's what he's saying is... That, oh, okay. That they so cover it, can be, because, it can be both. It can be both because see. if you dim it... Most people aren't going to dim their hallway. And the, the other thing is... Unless all the kids are gone. <laughs> 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 the flower petals down there. That's hallway. right. Bye, Joel wanna, has... Uh, what are you up to? We want <laughs> we, we to accent those. Coming down the hallway. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm home. <laughs> oh. 
Look where you took us, Joel. Yeah, I know. All right, Joel, you, turn, you come up with the room. You can expect it. Well, what about how 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 would you go about that in the bathroom then? Oh gosh, bathroom's critical. Well, let's hear it. Proper lighting in the bathroom is critical. Uh, again, one of the things you want to take into account is okay the overall space. You know, if you have a uh, a, a in most master baths anymore, you've got the uh, freestanding tubs tend to be very popular right now. You have a separate shower and your um, bathtub. It, we add, typically in the shower, we'll put a recessed in the shower, again, just to give you some, some lighting. Otherwise, it can be like a dark cave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very popular right now to hang a fixture over the bathtub as long as you have like a proper clearance a chandelier or something mm-hmm. yeah as long now, as you're now, now let me ask you is that going to date oh i don't think uh, so. or do you think that's more of a timeless it's more timeless i mean it's been done for gosh i've been doing this for almost 30 years so it's been done at least 15 out of those 30. joel so if you're hanging a chandelier over a bathroom are there special codes oh, or? Oh yeah. well i think you want to make sure that you can miss your head climbing into the tub <laughs> it has to be high enough you cannot touch it Right. While you're in the tub. Well, I'm thinking with with moisture, there's steam. I mean, doesn't that affect that? No, not so much. No, but it 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 really isn't considered code because of the proximity to the bathtub and water. That's why you cannot be able to touch it. It has to be high enough that you can't. Oh, I right. see. You can't reach up and, and grab it while you're. I mean, standing the steam. In the tub the of steam water. You you got to take into account in a bathroom. You're you're already thinking about that with your ventilation and whatnot so yeah because the other thing that you have to keep in, keep in mind is uh well you have to have a vent in your bath and let you see a lot of uh lighted vents mm-hmm. um but they don't have to be necessarily lighted uh, that's not a good uh, to me that's not a good source of light mm-hmm. um but well i had recessed in a in a bathroom again just to basically illuminate the entire space and sometimes we put them over the vanity, but that in itself is not enough because if if you're shaving, the uh, man shaving, uh, the woman a woman is putting on makeup, you don't want to create any shadows over. Uh, so what does that mean? What do you do to 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 get rid of shadow? If you have overhead light, the light reflects down and it creates shadows. You're you need what we call either vanity lights or bathroom lights that are that are going to light from the side, so you get. Excuse me. The lighting from um, both directions across your face, so that that you can get um, again, it eliminates the shadows. So, but not like the those Hollywood with the oh. fifty light bulbs around. The hair. <laughs> no. Well, that way you can see every hair when you're shaving. That's <laughs> why I stopped. One That's why time. I stopped shaving. <laughs> the hairs on my neck just stood up. <laughs> yeah, that just that just took Chris to a bad place. Yeah. Oh, with those we end up taking out. Any, if we walk in oh, the yeah. bathroom and it's like, oh, those really are kind of dated and, and need to go. You're listening to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini. We're here with Chris and Joel, um, and we're talking about lighting. Right now, talking about the bathroom and how much Chris likes those lights with all the light bulbs around the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like Hello Dolly lights or something yeah. like that. But uh, but what you're saying is the light just has to be in front of you, in the in front of the mirror so that you don't have the prop, you don't have the shadows. Yeah, you don't want it behind you. You don't want it directly over your head. It needs to come out in front of you, so that it illuminates your entire face. I see. So I guess then the natural place to go would be the bedroom. Uh, so we've talked about the bathroom. What about lighting a bedroom? Uh, bedrooms, if, uh, there's, it depends on the, the structure of the bedroom itself. 
Um, if you have a tray ceiling in your master bedroom, that? that's where you have uh, a ceiling that might have a nine foot um, starting point, and then towards the center, it, it goes up another foot or two, and they're usually cased with some um, crown moldings and things of that nature. It's a nice decorative, arch- it's actually a nice architectural feature um, in the space. And accent lighting might be putting rope lighting inside that tray. It's hidden behind the, the crown molding. Um, it just kind of gives that room, it gives it a soft glow. Right. And it, and if, if there's no point in having that decoration if there's no lighting, if you can't see it. Correct. I mean, it's, otherwise it's just kind of there. It's mm-hmm. kind of flat. And that's the other thing that lighting can do in a space is it take it can take something that's just average and, and really create something magical. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody remembers the classic bedroom look with the bed, two dressers, two lamps, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's still... That pretty much it? That still can be pretty much it for, for a lot of homes out there. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't still create some magic in the space. Well, I guess then how would you go about do that if you are limited, like if that space is already there, it can be difficult, especially depending on roof lines or whatever you might run into to put a tray in, for example, because you have an eight foot ceiling and then rafters and a five twelve pitch in a ranch styled house. So how do you go about, cause you're not going to get a tray out of that. So how would you go about, what would be something that you could do to dress up the lighting in there? Well, again, I think that if you have an eight foot, a, a typical eight foot ceiling in a bedroom and it's flat, you can't raise, put in a tray. I still think you can add again, maybe you don't want recessed in that bedroom, but maybe you want to highlight uh, maybe the, uh, well, let me, re- let me backtrack. We've done a lot of things with, with recessed lighting where we're pinpointing them over the bed itself. Um, so that like, if you want to sit in bed and, and read, you can have direct light coming mm-hmm. down on you. But another thing you can do is let's say you're, you have eight foot ceilings and you have this, a wall, your walls, and you have, um, maybe have an accent wall. Maybe you want to add some, some small recess to kind of wash that wall to give it, uh, to highlight it basically mm-hmm. because you've already accented it, maybe you painted it a different color. Maybe you added a texture with a wallpaper, whatever. But you can then wash that wall to give it a special effect along with lamps um, for your bedside tables. And then if you have a dresser across the room, add another lamp. I mean, a lot depends on what you're trying to show off. Maybe you have a beautiful mirror over that dresser. Maybe you have a piece of art instead. But those are things that you can kind of do to accessorize. Mm -hmm. But the lighting, there's still opportunity, I think, to add some accent, some ambient. But right, the, but the, the lighting's already. But the, the lighting's not meant to interrupt the way the room looks. New. It's meant to to enhance it. So if your bedroom has a custom style to it, it should have custom lighting. Correct. I mean, and we go back to that week after week. I mean, this is the show about custom making things custom. Right. Right. right? So your home's potential lighting. I mean, it, it that's a lot like of shade, it. I mean, it, but it's it lights it up. I mean, you, you can't see <laughs> what you've done <laughs> if you if you haven't put light the proper lighting in. Well, and maybe you're you know again you're trying to accent features, or maybe you want to hide certain features, and what the proper lighting placement can achieve that. And not everybody has a disco ball hanging from no. the ceiling, and no. you know want to. I'm, I'm, I'm not even taking us there. I know you're trying to bait me. I know you're trying to bait me. 
Okay, so <laughs> BG soundtrack. Yeah. If you're listening and you'd like to ask about that uh, or ask us anything at all, you can always email us questions at mtwiceshow. Rob, you light up my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling that. But I think the next natural place to go would be Joel, what do you think? Your kitchen? The kitchen. Who yeah. lights the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes when you taste yeah. what I've been cooking, it appears that I was in the dark. Uh, but I, you know, I can't think of a room where you have more clinical lighting, and I mean clinical, like, you know, your stuff's being prepared in there. You're, you've got sharp blades, right. you've got equipment, um, things like that. Kitchen lighting—that's paramount. I mean, that's that's a big deal, and, and that doesn't even include like the dining area and how now. I mean, our dining rooms are kind of, they're there in some houses, and some houses don't have dining in Correct. dining rooms. But a lot of dine-in or just open space. Right. And that, that, open incorporate. Spa- that open space kind of changes everything. Back in the old days when it was a kitchen and it was very focused area, it, it seemed like all task. Just Correct. everywhere task lighting. Well, think about the old day. I mean... Old days. Old the days. old days. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the olden times. When we had to walk to school. When, no. when Skeeter was baking beans for Pappy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, most, what I remember growing up, you walked into a kitchen, you flipped the light, and it was an overhead light, and that was that was it. And you cut your finger. And you cut your finger. <laughs> and you couldn't read the cookbooks or anything. No. Um, but that's all, that's all changed. I mean, now we've got, and it depends on the kitchen. Now, wait a minute. You guys had... Switches and electricity when we, you were a kid we, there. What? We did. Well, actually, that came. <laughs> I thought it was like uh, the fireplace that lit the no, place up for you. That came <laughs> after. Hate it when after, Barney Rubble was to put his feet yeah. up on the uh, coffee <laughs> on the, table. <laughs> that came after kerosene. Okay, yeah. Aw, we're crazy. Man, you're brutal. Ah, yeah. Jeez. But Joel just wants everybody to know uh, just because, Chris is his elder. Yeah, yeah just because yeah. I'm the oldest person in the room. That's all right. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, when I was a kid growing up, that's you just walked in, flipped the light. You had an overhead light. Sometimes it was fluorescent. <laughs> bad, bad choice. Um, so how do you feel about fluorescent uh, lighting there, Chris? In a, ba- in a kitchen? No. It, it does, it's not... Good lighting for a kitchen. What's it good for? A commercial application. Okay. Garage. An office. Though, right? Oh, not even in a garage. No? Better than that. To, yeah. to make the Lamborghini look dull. Yeah. <laughs> what color is that car? <laughs> oh, you got the wrong bulbs in there. <laughs> I like the hum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, yes. That's yes. To drive you crazy, but in and, a, the, and the and the you know the few second delay when you turn it on. It's like oh, it's thinking. Yeah. Right. And when they tried. Here's the thing. I just said they tried. And I don't want to get political, but there was a minute before LED lighting took over where fluorescent was pretty much where everything was going to go. Oh, man, yeah. That was a mistake. Yeah. Then we could see that's kind of going away because all those fluorescent bulbs have now been pushed to the center of the aisles. That's the sure sign that they're on the right. way out. Yeah. LED is going to be the the only bulb at some point. And it's it's cool well you mean, say that but who knows what will come out next true <laughs> but for now leds well but the man, way to go the strides they're making in led lights oh yeah i mean it's amazing and they're 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 cold lighting they're not uh not anymore your lumens have all it's changed you can get to, you can get to the warm side of the bulb well i was trying hey, to baby <laughs> chris, <laughs> chris 
Chris, you're you're um, too intellectual for me. I was kind of going the fact that you don't burn your finger. Oh, you well, yeah. right, right. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> that never even entered. <laughs> Chris is already in the uh, seduction yeah. mode yeah, in is. the kitchen here. <laughs> yeah, we were in the kitchen, right? Yeah, I'm pretty we sure were. we were in the kitchen. So, I apologize. That's I okay. did not even. I wasn't thinking of color spectrum, and you're talking about well to the touch. Yes, we'll get to the color spectrum, but to the touch is what I'm saying because you can. So Joel, is it hot in here? The. <laughs> the <laughs> um. I'm going to just stop it right there. Boom. In the past, when you were installing light, you were, you had to worry about heat. With LED, you, heat's not that big of an issue. No, absolutely not. I mean, I don't not. think they have any heat. Uh, no, no. I mean, the thing, the, the nice thing, and I know that this is kind of off of what we were talking about, but, you know, with your cans, it used to be they had to have a place where the heat could get out. Otherwise, they'd get warm enough and they'd have a, sh- they had a shut off on them, like just a, a, a safety mechanism. And so people would call sometimes and be like, our can lights will turn on sometimes and some, and then, you know, they're off and well, it's because they're getting too hot, you know? And so it's shutting itself off and that's actually not a good thing. You don't have that with LEDs any, and, and the new right. fixtures. You know, it's not such a concern to, right. to ventilate around yeah. them. Cause I can remember when you couldn't even have the old style recess touching any insulation in the seat right yeah it all had to be cleared away it had to be cleared away and you'd have to have you'd have to encapsulate it with something whether it was metal or whatever just to keep it you know six eight inches away and then you can't insulate your house you know i mean well who needs it there's a two million degree (laughs) i guess you're not worried about it if the light's on but that changes things for kitchens because that gives you lots and lots and lots more options Uh, led has, has has revolutionized all that oh it has i mean the technology is has in the last five years has just boomed. They they now have um, LED chandelier bulbs because typically the old ones had the white uh, solid white underneath the bulb itself it looked kind of tacky. Now it looks just like a regular um, chandelier bulb. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are I think they're on the second generation of those right now. But because the first ones came out, they were a little bit too blue. The light was too too blue, too cold mm-hmm. for residential, uh, and I believe the second generation is is more of the uh, the warmer light that we're used to in a residential setting. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at a kitchen, what are we looking for when we're lighting a kitchen? Then? Oh gosh, you want to make sure that first of all you need proper lighting in the ceiling, whether that be your recessed or if you don't have a kitchen that recessed works, then you need your overhead lighting. Um, under cabinet lighting is huge for task because. Um, you can pull your cookbook down, open it up on the counter, turn on your under counter lighting, and you'll be able to read. Yeah. If you have cabinets that don't go to the ceiling, sometimes it's nice to add an accent light by li- by lighting the upper cabinets. Just kind of gives it a glow to the ceiling. Um, if you have an island, um, it's not uncommon to. Typically, you, we used to do if people. Some people like pendants. Some people do not. What's a, what do you mean by pendant? A hanging fixture over the island. Okay. Um, if you have a large enough kitchen, a large enough island, sometimes you'd have three. Uh, right now, the big trend is just two larger fixtures over the island, and sometimes you can actually put a recessed in between if necessary. You can kind of mix the two. So if you don't want the pendants on, you can just have the light coming down from your recessed. I recently saw something interesting where there was an island with the with pots hanging over it, like a commercial-style residential kitchen, you know, kind of mm-hmm. gave that industrial feel. And they had the pendants in it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so it was really, and, and they did not, it was really neat because they didn't um, cast shadows of pots. Mm-hmm. So, but this weekend I, I actually installed uh, lighting underneath my cabinets and it revolutionized everything because you want to talk about not being able to see a cookbook. It was, it was very dark, you know? Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah, I mean, I guess what you'd want to do is kind of figure out where you work the most and those would be the places that you'd want to make sure you have the pro- proper lighting. And you just don't go to the places where you don't have the lights. So I noticed on one side of my kitchen, I'm like, I'm never over there. And it's because there's no lighting. I put lighting over there. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I can. This is a lot closer to the stove. Sure. <laughs> but I just never went over there because my lighting was poor. It was off. Mm-hmm. It, was, it w- wasn't right. I mean, actually, uh, just did a kitchen project where. We put recessed in under cabinet lighting. Then they have glass cabinets that go to the, up at the top towards the ceiling. We illuminated those for more accent. But then when I walked in the kitchen, there the uh, the rain the the refrigerator cabinet is a dark finish, and the rest of the which matches the island, which was contrasted in a dark finish. But the paint the, uh, main kitchen's all painted white. But there was a dark corner by the uh, the refrigerator and the double ovens. And you walked in, it's like, ooh, this this isn't right. We need to add another another recess because it's it was like a dark hole. Well, we all know that nothing is worse than going into your, your home, flicking a switch, and needing to turn on other lamps or not having the proper um, lighting it, because it just affects everything down the road. We were talking about the kitchen, but the next room on our on our list has to be then the living room or the family room or whatever you would like to call it. Um, here's what goes on in my house. Ready? If I pull the curtain back, can't see the TV. The TV becomes a glare. So if you're going to watch TV in my in my TV room, all the curtains have to be closed like a movie theater because as soon as you open one, it there's this amazing glare. Okay, so if you turn on the overhead light, that's fine. It just gl- makes the room glow. If one person turns on a lamp, you get a glare on the TV from a different position. I mean, it's like magical uh, with musical chairs with lights. The only light that can be on is the overhead. You can't have any exterior light or you just can't see. The, nobody can see the TV. Chris is looking at me like Dr. Uh, Maybe it's time to move the TV. Well, you know, I'm just saying Yeah, I, I'm with you, but I don't know where to put it. Yeah, we have to invite Chris over, have him look around, look and see where we put it. But, but I'm just giving you an example of when you have messed up lighting, it, it it really is a pain. My mind went a whole different direction when you said overhead light. Because <laughs> <laughs> typically we don't have overhead lighting in a living room. Oh, so maybe that's a mistake. I mean, I can The can't, only one that works, though, Chris. Well, the only time I would put an overhead lighting in a... And I've just done this on a few occasions is if you have the right ceiling height, we put chandeliers in just to, to dress, dress up a... a basically a formal living room, but typically I don't put over, I typically don't put overhead lighting in a, fan, a living room. Well, here's what happened. Not even recessed lighting? Not, not even recessed, typically, unless we're going to use that as an accent. Well, we had the, we bought the house and it had a ceiling fan in there. So we took the ceiling fan out and it just, rather we just plugged the hole with a nice mm-hmm. And I'm just, well, I, got I don't think that's a great idea now that you, you're saying it. Uh, it. It create, Chris is sad for me. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm figuring how I can come over and fix it. 
Well, so, would you so, raise or lower the lamps, or what would I mean? Is there some way to position it differently then? The, I mean, you don't the have to solve this the, problem. The lights, but so. But I think that I don't, don't. I I would imagine that you're not the only person with that issue. No, and I've seen it. But typically, think about it when you go into you you get into a lot of homes. I get into a lot of homes. You typically don't see overhead lighting in a living room. And the reason being it, cre- it can create what I would call lack of a better term. It's a little harsh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really do, it doesn't really do much. It's the same thing. I really don't like overhead lighting this again. I'm speaking of my personal preference. Maybe not somebody who's listening. I don't care for overhead lights in a bedroom. Mm-hmm. I prefer that the lamps be switched. And when you walk in, you you turn on the, the switch and your light, your, table lamps come on or your bedside tables come on as opposed to a, a ceiling light, which tends to be a little harsh because it gives it more of a sterile feeling and not so comfortable or it's not comfortable. It doesn't really give you the, the proper lighting in my opinion in, in the overall space. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of grew up with that. I mean, it, it, all our bedrooms had a, a center fixture, mm-hmm. but in most, especially in new construction, you just don't have that. People would actually, most clients prefer like a, a ceiling fan uh, in the bedroom. They like the Nobody air. can see the face that Chris just made about that. <laughs> yeah, he just made the, ooh, somebody oh, just ceiling fans, really. <laughs> you don't like ceiling fans? Or? I don't like ceiling fans. And I would put a ceiling fan in every room and have them on all the time. And they're really great when they have the light kit. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. Missed that, missed that face too, everyone. That's anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I'm coming off overhead, like a, overhead lighting in a, in a, in a living room. Don't do it, especially with a ceiling fan, everyone. Oh, <laughs> then you get that, that, uh, that, what I call the film reel effect, the flickering light. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah, blade yeah. of the fan cutting through your light. You have lights above your fan. No, you should never do that. Okay. That's what you were just saying. It's like being on a helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You even have to be careful if you have a skylight behind it and the the fans break that light. Strobed effect. can talk about this in the HVAC uh, show. So you listen to Measure Twice. We're talking about lighting, and right now we're talking about lighting your living room. So what's the plan, Chris? How do you plan it out then? What should you be looking for then in in your living room? Um, if, if laying out when I lay out a living room space, as far as I, you know, you're laying out the furniture, uh, and then I'm thinking, always thinking, how am I going to, how will this space be illuminated? Okay, if we have a sofa and a pair of chairs, you know, yes, we need table lamps. Oh, there's a fireplace. Maybe we want to put some eyeball uh, cans to highlight that fireplace. Oh, wait, over here we've got this beautiful wall that we're going to hang some art on again i'm going to add some accent lighting to highlight any of the art that's on that wall because if you don't highlight the art it just kind of especially in the evening it can go a little flat it just doesn't have the life and nothing brings a painting to life more than light and we're talking something simple that might attach to the bottom of the art it doesn't have to be elaborate out of the ceiling no if you have a home that you don't want to get into the ceiling or can't get into the ceiling uh, you can just buy a, an art light that plugs into the wall, attach it to the back of the frame, and you have ac- instant accent lighting. Right. So the the accent you look around look around the room basically what needs to be highlighted. What needs to be highlighted. The next thing would be then the the task lighting. What would task lighting be like in a living room? Well, like if you have your sofa, and it depends on again the room, but 
you're going to have table lamps. That's Table lamps are typically your task lighting. So if you're going to sit there and read, maybe somebody likes to knit or crochet or, or needlepoint or whatever, uh, do crossword puzzles, you need proper lighting, and that, that typically comes from... Sudoku. A lamp. <laughs> there you go, Sudoku. <laughs> so, and then I'm assuming then that the ambient lighting also comes from the lamps, then, since we're not allowed to put anything in the ceiling. <laughs> you, it, well, well it, no, it, wait, it'd wait, just wait, be the wait, same, wait. It, like you had talked about in the bedroom, I would imagine, uh, if you have a coffered or a tray ceiling. Correct. That, I, and accent that. Yep, I was just going to say, that. that's, yeah, that would be the one case where you can add the uh, ambient light would be trays coffers where you can actually hide the the lighting inside the the trim details and then just turn that on for a soft glow but still the task lighting was ambient you can't oh, yeah. get away from it if no. there's a lamp it's unless you have the focused like can lamps and that's why you, you, know, you have three-way bulbs i mean that's very popular because you can turn it down and create some ambient light and then turn it up for task there is a lot going on here with lighting and and you and when you you're the first one to know when you drop the ball on it, too, because you get a, that dark space in the corner mm-hmm. of your living room or your kitchen. The, there's one piece of the counter that you never use, and it's it's probably not because it's not useful. It's because you can't, the lighting isn't correct there. Um, and in the bathroom, if you're if you're putting uh, your makeup on and you look like you're tan on one side <laughs> of your face, it's probably because your light was too high and you got too many shadows and all those things to think about. <laughs> Does that happen to you, Joel? Is that- oh, man, all the time. That's why he has this. That's right. That's why he's wearing one blue sock and one black sock today. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's not. He's wearing Vans. On a side note, Joel is dressed like Jeff Spicoli from Fast Times Ridgemont High today. Which is nice. And Chris is not dressed... Just, not just today. <laughs> and Chris is always dressed like complete, perfect, pressed, boom, every time. And I'm in jeans. <laughs> the usual. So now you know. Yeah. Now I just get paint the picture. We each have our uniform. <laughs> So, what, Chris, what's the food for thought today about lighting? What did we say? What was going to be? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, refresh my memory. That it's part of the design. Oh, thank you. Gosh. Yeah, um, that actually, I think the food for thought would be in order to properly uh, um, pull off a, a, a good design, you need, you need proper lighting. Without proper lighting, areas of that of your space are going to get lost. It's not going to highlight the colors in the room, or maybe the texture in a fabric, or the art that you've collected. So, lighting is actually, in my opinion, the most important part of any interior design project. All right, there you have it, and thank you for listening today. Uh, so, when you want to envision your home's potential, make sure you're listening to Measure Twice with me, Rob Perigini. Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. And if you have any questions for the show, always questions at mtwiceshow.com. If you want to visit the website, it's mtwiceshow.com. Chris Kramer, you can email him at chriskramer at ckramerinteriors.com or joel at grabercustomremodeling.com. And thank you for listening to Measure Twice. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.